0: WSB and Walmart are ready. Let's make some Christmas magic. It's the 30th anniversary of Clark Howard's Christmas Kids. The events are virtual and shopping is 100% online. Find out more at wsbradio.com.
1: Good Saturday morning to you. Ashley Praska here with Green and Growing. It sounds a little different, but it sounds a little festive for Clark's Christmas kids. 30 years of helping Georgia's foster children, Clark Howard, the Department of Family and Children's Services, the uh, Department of, of Human Services, and all of you, WSB listeners, you always come through for the campaigns that we do as a station, as a team. And this one's just a really good one, and we all need a feel-good campaign this holiday season, no doubt. So um, I'm, again, broadcasting from my home in Woodstock, second Saturday in a row, but it's working out really well. We've got DeMarco, we've got Justin, so it's going to be a normal show, but we're going to sprinkle in some Christmas cheer, certainly, throughout. So I can report that uh, when I first, you know, fired up the computer this morning getting ready for the show, we still needed 4,370 gifts for kids in Georgia's foster care system, and they each get to make a list of three things they want, three simple toys that they want. Emmanuel, who's age seven, he just wants action figures and headphones to listen to music, and kylie she wants an art set she's a 10 year old in muskogee county just wants an art set and barbie dolls so these kids are super easy to shop for and yeah i'm happy to report that uh, the number is ticked down one so someone out there listening early this morning has purchased one gift for one child and we so appreciate that so it's very easy to do on clarkschristmaskids.com that's the website clarkschristmaskids.com click shop now And you can shop by gender if you prefer shopping for a little girl or a little boy. Choose the age. Sometimes, you know, we prefer teenagers. I mean, they want dorm accessories and comforters and maybe a few electronics. Or you like shopping for the kids' toys, maybe age three or four. And you can even pick a child that may be in your county or a county close by or in Metro Atlanta. But this does cover the entire state. Um, And it's all done through Walmart and our partner Chris180 helping guide foster children and give them counseling and provide group homes and safety for them. Um, And then, of course, I said we work with the Division of Family and Children's Services, and we'll be hearing from their director, Tom Rawlings, in just a little bit on what a difference this program makes. But someone who has been on the air for seven hours a day for the last two days, it's not Mark Aram, it wasn't me, it is Mr. Clark Howard, and I want to say good morning, Clark. Ashley, good morning to you. We had such a great, heartwarming day yesterday with Clark's Christmas Kids.
2: We now still are at a point, we need about 5,000 gifts to make sure that every child in foster care in Georgia gets the gifts that they hope for Christmas morning. And so let's hope that people will click on clarkschristmaskids.com or wsbradio.com and make it happen for these children.
1: And a congratulations to on a, on a huge day. You said a heartwarming day yesterday. We began the day at 5 a.m. with Atlanta's morning news with about 10,000 gifts to go. And so now we're down below 5,000. That's a huge day. We, we took a huge dent out of the numbers yesterday. And I know Clark certainly had a great time on the air with Eric Von Hessler and his crew and then Eric Erickson and, of course, Mark Aram wrapping up the evening. So thank you to all of you who can participate and help this year if you can't please don't feel like you need to. It's been a very difficult year, emotionally, physically, economically for many of us. So if you can't help, then then please don't, you know, and, and we're still gonna do some green and growing stuff. I'm gonna have a certified arborist on in the seven o'clock hour. We'll be hearing from Walter Reeves in just a little bit, but to, to have that sense of normalcy and to do what we always do, we talked to Nicole and Griffin up first. Good morning. Ashley. Hey, so, okay. If you had to run to Walmart this morning, and go to the kids' toy section and pick out a toy, what would you gravitate toward, Nicole? What kind of toy would you grab off the shelf that you think is so fun?
2: Um, you see, I'm older, and I've been listening to Clark, and some Saturday afternoon, I put my radio outside for many, many years, and I was so glad that people come, And they talk and tell stories
1: and, oh, Clark, oh, it's a heck of a job this year. But You know, um, we we miss that so bad. We usually do this campaign, yes, broadcasting live from the Walmart locations. And we do up to 10 Walmart locations over the course of two weekends in December. And, I mean, we even have... Hosts from KISS 104.1 broadcasting with us. All of our hosts and even Channel 2 personalities are located at all the different Walmarts. And it is such a fun, inspiring thing. You're right. They're all set up with the volunteers and large tables and trash bags. And as people go into the Walmart store and buy the gifts for the kids, they bring them back to the table. It's a very organized system. and, And the volunteers put, you know, Emmanuel's three toys in a bag and staple his sheet to it so we know When it goes to the warehouse, that's who it belongs to. And I'm glad you've been a part of that. It's just, I mean, we all miss it this year. But, I mean, we're keeping things easy and we're keeping things safe with uh, ClarksChristmasKids.com. It's pretty easy.
2: Well, I was thinking that um, everybody in life needs to leave a legacy. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. it's a good legacy and uh, I think uh, uh he did so much for the kids because when we were kids, we didn't have anything. We had a uh, peanut, a little orange, a little candy, but toys was uh we take uh toys that was not new they were toys you know from your, your aunt you your aunts or you you know things i like guess but if I would go to Walmart and buy a toys. Uh, I would buy uh, toys that uh, keep the kids all together, like Monopoly or um, all the toys. You know, I know you don't need all this electronic and things like this. Sometimes, you know, one kid brings some some toys and all the kids around it, they want to play around it. Mm -hmm. Like, hmm. uh, chess or Monopoly or things that put the kids all together. Once they have this
1: relation when they're young, they grow up and seek out the same relation. Yeah, board games—it's—it's it's critical yeah. thinking too, and it makes them be all together, like you're saying. But also the family. I mean, yesterday was such a dreary gross day and I'm not too old to play board games I have definitely tricked my husband into a board game or two and still have all of mine from growing up as an only child I mean sometimes I just played them by myself I know that sounds so sad but uh, I loved board games. I have great memories around that. So I think you're you're absolutely right. You know the fact that we can provide a little Christmas for these kids. It's not so much what they're getting or what they're asking for, but we'll hear a story, a very heartfelt story here a little later in the show from a grown man who grew up in the foster care system back in the '60s, and it was just a token of someone remembering you. You know, an orphaned child having gifts to open on Christmas morning. Someone out there thought of that child and remembered them and got them exactly what they wanted. I think that means more than what the actual gift is, you know? Yeah, because uh, when we are kids, like us, was 12 of us, and uh,
2: we, we, a kid cannot be out. He cannot be left alone. He wants to be a part of the crowd, a part of a family, and, you know, the family is not there, but sometimes it's only there. The only thing they have is all the kids, at least they had a place to go. There was not left in the cold like it was so, you know, in the tent on the need the uh, uh, downtown. Oh, God, when I see that, how oh, are they going to survive? It's too cold, you know. Yeah, but at yeah. least they have a place to go, and Walmart got oh uh, Boy, so many thousand
1: of uh, <laughs> toys, you know, that It's overwhelming for someone like me who doesn't have kids. It's it's a lot.
3: <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Nicole, boy. I think
1: we've got a minute or two. I wanted you to be able to uh, to have a garden conversation with us. What have you observed lately?
2: Uh I did a lot of cleaning outside, uh, replacing the pine straw. Please don't put pine straw over the pine straw. You're gonna harbor all, all those uh, bacteria, virus, uh um, ants and all this stuff just mm-hmm. get rid of all the old stuff put new fresh pine straw the are the uh, the oil inside the pine straw is going to be beneficial to the uh you know to the tree it needs it needs a lot of uh, um humidity you know right. to survive because the climate is dry outside you know but uh the oil in it's going to kill all the bad things you know, uh, Master Gardener, the main motto is to be clean around the house so you don't harbor and multiply those ants and more ants that want to come
1: inside, you know. Yeah, good sanitation is super important. And when you remove old mulch, old pine straw, you know, maybe you're removing some... Leaves that had fallen off a rose bush or something else that were diseased or have spores or something like that So good sanitation is always a good practice in the garden. Yes,
2: yes, and uh, you know, I keep you busy and buying new pine straw I'll
1: yes. get it from
2: somewhere
1: <laughs> Well, the work you're doing outside just stay warm. Oh my goodness. It's so chilly outside So stay warm and have a cup of coffee and you're gonna hang around with us and listen for a little bit this morning, right? Yeah,
2: bright and early, you know, go outside and take a walk and come inside and listen to Clark.
1: Yes, yes, we're going to have Clark Howard on throughout the show, and he'll be on with Dave Baker as well, the Home Fix It show this morning, 9 to noon. Well, Nicole, as always, we appreciate your call and your great advice, and we'll be talking to you in a week, if not before then. Enjoy your day you to 404 750 is how you can jump on and be a part of green and growing and yes coming up at seven o'clock isa certified arborist christy bryant's going to be on and she is a knowledgeable woman and the president of the Georgia Arborist Association. And so she's going to help me answer your calls about any tree health, tree questions you may have. So stick around. And this is the 30th year of Clark Howard's Christmas Kids. You can uh, participate this morning. Check out the website. Watching that live ticker is really, really exciting at ClarksChristmasKids.com. We're going to take a break and check traffic. Last we heard from Mike Shields, we had a traffic red alert. And we'll be back on Green and Growing. You're listening to 95.5 WSB. Thank you Scott, it's 623 It was a crummy day yesterday But I can tell you from Channel 2 Action News Meteorologist Brad and it's Today, going to be a lot better Sunny, highs in the mid 50s And lows, we've gotten right to the freezing point Tomorrow, mostly cloudy A mix of sun and clouds A stray light shower, not out of the question Highs around 57 And now, you want to know what you're going to do in the landscape this weekend Green and
0: growing Green and growing With Ashley Frasca Here's your garden to-do list this week
1: And the weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing, just an FYI. And now this, part of this, is brought to you by Walter Reeves. He sent me a note. I love this. So number one on the list, Walter says, make it a habit to turn indoor plants about 180 degrees every week. And he said while you listen to Green and Growing on Saturday, that would be a good time to remember to do it. Otherwise, your plants lean toward the window. And while you do that, check the soil with your fingertip. A lot of houseplants die from overwatering in the wintertime. They just... They don't shut down but they need a lot less we don't fertilize them we don't water them as often Most like to have a day of dry soil every once in a while. They don't have to be constantly wet, so using your finger in the soil is the best way to check. Number two, you can control winter weeds in your lawn. Chickweed will expand rapidly if you don't dig it out or spray it with a broadleaf weed killer now, so you can do that. And number three, if you have tender plants that just went into the ground, the best protection is a lightweight cover, like a frost cloth. Pike has it, but it's better to have it on hand rather than rushing out before really deep freeze, and goodness knows we have certainly had those. So a little bit of a holiday-themed, green and growing today, promoting Clark's Christmas Kids. One of the two events that the station really rallies around every single year, the first being uh, the Carathon, the WSB Radio Carathon in the summertime, benefiting Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, and this is just something all of us come together in conjunction with Clark Howard and the Division of family and Ch- Children's Services and help foster kids in need, so we spoke to earlier in the week with the two day broadcast of Thursday and Friday uh Dfax Director Tom Rawlings, and he really made some good points being on the air and Director Rawlings we're looking at nine thousand kids in the system in years past. Clark Howard's Christmas kids helped twelve to fourteen thousand Those numbers can be really high, so Nine thousand plus in the whole system in the state of Georgia. Speak to that and how kids end up in foster care.
4: Foster care population does flow, and of course, I think in the last few years, with um, certainly with the uh, opioid crisis, but um, also with just families struggling. You know, this world we live in, especially in the time of COVID, is very stressful. It puts families under stress, and those stresses sometimes lead to issues of mental health, substance abuse. And other issues that, unfortunately, we have to bring these children into our care, at least for a little while, while we have them, we have the opportunity to help them out as much as we can to get them on the right path to a healthy, stable adulthood.
1: And we all play a part in that, too. You buying one simple toy through Walmart on ClarksChristmasKids.com, that will stay with that child for years to come. They may only travel from foster home to foster home with just a couple of items, a blanket that means something to them. We'll hear a story in a little while, an alarm clock, how an alarm clock changed one foster care's Uh, young woman's life really pointed it in the right direction made such a difference and that is a gift that she received through this the Secret Santa program and Clark's Christmas Kids so coming up on 627 here on 95.5 WSB and in just a little while at the bottom of the hour Walter Reeves will join us live we're going to talk about festive holiday plants and start thinking about some of your tree questions. If you have questions about the health of your tree or you see them doing something strange that you just want to know more about, ISA Certified Arborist Christy Bryant's going to call at 7 o'clock and hopefully be with me for the entire hour to answer your tree questions. 404-872-0750. It's green and growing on your radio on WSB.
0: Growing with Ashley Frasca plants flowers trees and stuff brought to you by Pike nurseries
1: on 95.5 WSB And we're back for this first Saturday of December almost holiday edition of green and growing hey Thanks so much for listening you found us on 95.5 WSB and maybe you're listening on the WSB radio mobile app or through your smart speaker Just say, Alexa, play 95.5 WSV And here we are And at the same time every Saturday So lucky and so appreciative To have Walter Reeves join us for Walter Wonders Hey there
4: Hey, Ashley,
1: good morning So how do you listen to the station now? Alexa Yeah, see I have
4: my Alexa set up I turn and say, hey Alexa, turn on 95.5 and there's a Slate of the Morning News.
1: How easy is that? I love it.
4: Real easy. And traffic—you don't
1: even, you're not even bothered with traffic much anymore. <laughs> you're really,
4: truly, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm retired. I don't drive much. So no big deal.
1: I love it. All right. Well, you sparked a thought in my head a few weeks back in November. We were talking about oh, the frost and the freeze, and you know if you haven't already brought some of your your plants in from outside, oh my gosh, you need to. And one of those that you mentioned. That loves the sunlight Loves being outside all summer and into the fall But by now, by golly It's got to be inside Are those Christmas and Thanksgiving Those holiday cactus
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah Holiday cactus That's a good name for them Because some of them bloom at Thanksgiving Some bloom at Christmas Some bloom in
1: between the States,
4: two holidays And you know, frankly, I name them according to when they bloom, not by looking at characteristics of the leaves. They're, I have some ideas on how to sort of figure it out not blooming. But mine bloomed. There's some that was one in particular that blooms every year the day before Thanksgiving. There's another one that blooms around December the 20th, it seems like. And so for those two, one's a Christmas cactus, one's a Thanksgiving cactus. That's what they are. I don't worry about looking at the leaves that closely to see which they are. We're supposed to be because if it's hybridized it crosses each other so much it's part of the tail really
1: yeah, and either way, I mean, just be thankful and, and awestruck when they do bloom But uh, yeah. Facebook was pretty active with folks before Halloween Being like, oh my gosh, my Christmas cactus is blooming So <laughs> once I took a careful look at the leaves I was like, eh, that may be a Thanksgiving cactus And many people right. didn't know the difference So I did find your website a good resource To send them to walterreeves.com and type in Thanksgiving cactus And you've got good pictures of the difference But yeah, nevertheless So sharing those and some of those Folks have that are decades old, that are pass along plants. You know that we propagate sure. from cuttings. How would I be successful doing that? Either from it didn't matter a holiday or a, Chris, a Christmas cactus or a Thanksgiving cactus.
4: I have this uh, Christmas cactus that I have was given to me. That it was not given to me. Leaves of it were given to me by my friend Mimi, who I see she was ninety two when she gave them to me. She's passed away now. That was seven years ago. I think Maybe he gave those. Ah. And all I did was I had a Ziploc bag, and I said, maybe this is so pretty, can I have some of these leaves? And she gave me the leaves, two or three of her holiday cactus, and I put them in the bag, took them home. And when I got here, I had a, a potting sauce that I filled with damp sand, and I stuck each one of those leaf segments the damp sand, so once they're in the sand and the plastic thing over the top is clear, I put it in a window, and within about a month, four to five weeks, I guess, if I took the cover off and pulled just a little bit of the leaf, each one would resist my pulling. We had met a my new myth they had roots on them. Now I left them in the sand for another probably three weeks and then pulled them out and put them into a regular pot. So each one of the sabers had its own little pot to grow in, in potting soil. And over the years, over the last seven years, they've grown been divided three, I think, times. And I'll tell you, statements from those plants and get them to other people. So pass along plant, great.
1: I don't know why I, I think of holiday cacti in, in these terms, but it's like crab legs almost. Every limb or every little <laughs> branch and growth yes. is like a crab leg coming out of the pot. And they all kind of seem almost independent of one another as they're coming out right. of the soil. How does that become a full plant when you're just starting with a leaf or two? Like if you start with maybe an 8-inch pot or a 6-inch mm-hmm. pot Do you have a few rooted leaves all in there to start a full plant Or do you just need uh, one?
4: I maybe put a couple in there And then each one of the segments will divide Into one or sometimes two legs Like you say, crab legs they will divide you know, By the time they've grown and started making buds It'll be four or five divided limbs It's like sort of a full-looking plant Yeah, it look great
1: Okay, and our ideal uh, potting mix would be what?
4: You know, I don't worry about that too much. A little bit on the lighter side would be fine, so you can add a little bit of sand to the potty mix. But the potty mixes I get, good quality ones that I get from pipe, that seems to do fine. So I don't worry about too much what specifically needs to be in the potty mix. I just get what they have. And if it seems a little bit heavy and wet and solid, you know, sand, so i got to add some sand to it, make the drainage good.
1: All right, and on to the next holiday plant that we're thinking of this time of year certainly And always is a good gift If you're going to any holiday parties, this year may be different But for a hostess gift, bringing someone an amaryllis or a paper white, And how fun those are
4: Fun because the day before yesterday, I got 10 big, fat amaryllis bulbs so we'll now put it in the pot. Each one will get an 8 to 10 inch pot, and all my neighbors, as they traditionally do, will get an amaryllis for Christmas. And I'll put it in the pot probably this afternoon, and we'll put them in a sunny place in my house, and they will be there to put leaves on to gifts by my neighbors uh, a little bit closer to Christmas. Great, great gifts, though.
1: Yeah, and I mean the vase too You could have fun with the container as well And just a couple of weeks ago on the show That was one of my top three things to do Was to go ahead and Uh pot those So you can either do just water and pebbles Or you could actually do a container with soil And both are pretty neat But what's your preference for an amaryllis?
4: Yeah, I do it either way Another way you can do it is with uh, waxing I've seen wax amaryllis bowls before They do fine, you can't can't use them very easily You can't regrow them for the next year When they're in wax But the waxes are very decorative as well
1: And give us the good news We're going to enjoy these beautiful Either bright pink or white Or red flowers just depending Throughout the holiday season But whether or not uh-huh. we can keep these alive And make them bloom again
4: Yeah you can if you wait till, of course after the holidays they finish blooming completely And then have the leaves on them So they remove the bloom stem And then put them out in the same pot Really the same pot outdoors Put in a bright sort of bright shade outdoors, it doesn't have to be full sun quite yet, they'll leave them outdoors for the whole summer, and they'll grow big, huge, sword-shaped leaves out of the pot, maybe they'll put them to a new pot during the summertime, or you can put them in the ground, too, in full sun, by the time they've been outdoors for, oh, a couple, three weeks in the spring, could, by that time they're, they're hardy enough to go into the ground in full sun. And leave in the ground until the next um, September-ish is about right, and you take them out of the ground or take the pot indoors and dry them off for a week, of uh, month or so. Then you water them sometime of around, like you did with yours, sometime of around the um, first of December, end of November, and lo and behold, they'll put out leaves and be a new elements to bloom and giving away again. Yeah, I was so excited
1: to actually stay yeah. on that this year. I did take that. I'd put them in the ground. They were in the ground all summer and just had yeah bright green. Well, not bright green, dark green, long leaves and took them out <laughs> the end of September, um, and then you know cut cut all the foliage away and put them in a big container of perlite just to make sure they stayed dried out and they stayed in the garage. And then right then around November 21st, November 22nd is when I went ahead and brought those bulbs and you're kind of waking them back up.
4: Yeah, exactly. You wake them up. Here's some warm water. Here's a little bit of houseplant fertilizer. Make some leaves and make me a new flower.
1: And one one last thing before you go, because I will never forget this. You give us either paper whites or amaryllis every holiday season. (laughs) And remember back when Scott Maxim was the producer of the show and Scott Maxim worked with us for so many years? And that was one of the coolest Saturdays. We had so much fun when you brought those in as our Christmas gift and you brought us each a little airplane bottle of, was it vodka? Exactly vodka,
4: <laughs> because if you add vodka to the water that's used to water your paper whites, they will stay stocky, won't fall over. It's one of the simplest, easiest, and weirdest little things that happens horticulturally, but a little alcohol, a little ethyl alcohol in the water for a paper white keeps the stems and the leaves short, they don't fall over, and they look a lot
1: better. Holy cow, who knew? And I know Scott totally took that <laughs> the wrong way And you're like, no, no, don't. do it's not for now <laughs> It's for the paperwhite right. Would that work the same for the amaryllis And keeping that stem strong or not really?
4: It probably would, but you know, hmm. they say pretty compact for me I rarely have an amaryllis that really seems like it's way too tall Like the paperwhite is easy to do But amaryllis not so much
1: All right, well we're getting into the Christmas mode Thank you so much for taking the time today, Walter
4: It's been great talking to you, Ashley See you soon
1: Catch you next Saturday
0: You can erase all the bad stuff that happened this year with one click. Help Clark Howard's Christmas Kids. The event is virtual. You can shop completely online, and when you do, you're going to feel great. Donate now at wsbradio.com.
1: And I can tell you from personal experience that it warms your heart. It makes you feel better. It puts you in the Christmas spirit shopping for one of Georgia's foster care children. Hey, Ashley Frasca back with you here. It's uh, about 15 minutes till the top of the hour. Want to invite you to check out Clark's Christmas Kids this morning. I'm sorry to ask you to whip out your credit card so early on a Saturday morning. But so what my husband and I did, you can search for a foster child by gender, by age, uh, by the county they live in. So we uh, found the gender and the age of a child that's the same as my best friend and did it in honor of her daughter. So we bought little Reagan's gifts. Uh, it was very easy. It took like three minutes. We did that on Thursday. And it just, it, it did. It made my day. I've I've been under the weather and it just really was a highlight, made me feel better. So ClarksChristmasKids.com, gonna be promoting that throughout the morning and you'll hear Dave Baker on with Clark Howard beginning at nine o'clock for the Home Fix It show. But right now we want you to hear a story, just how close to home this hits. WSB's Michelle Wright spoke to someone who benefited from Clark's Christmas Kids many years ago and those memories even directed what would become this young lady's career path.
3: As we head into the holiday season, I want you to meet Ambria Henderson, she now works for the Department of Children and Family Services, but before that, she was one of Clark's Christmas kids. I actually remember being a freshman in high school with Christmas coming and honestly, not really being that excited. But the day Christmas came, I saw so many presents that were for me, it just really warmed my heart and made me excited about Christmas again. Not just because I was receiving something, just because I felt like someone thought of me. So what was her favorite gift? Specifically, one of my favorite gifts I received was a CD player. and I was really, really into music at the time, um, and I got—I just thought that was just the best gift and it's just something I cherished for years. There were also clothes and shoes and all sorts of gift cards. And it just really made me feel warm just to know that someone, so many people thought of me because it was from a number of different people, So I just thought that was really, really, really great. Now that stayed with her for several years. Uh, I want to say close to 15 years, actually, uh, 15 years ago but it's still something I remember like it was yesterday. And because of that, Ambria says she's now motivated to do the same thing for others. And it always makes me think of other people um, during the Christmas holiday. I will always want to find a kid to give something to just because I will remember how wonderful it made me feel. So what is it that she wants you to know? It definitely changed
1: my life and the impact that I have on others.
3: For this 30th year of Clark's Christmas Kids, I'm Michelle Wright.
1: Easy for you to help a child in need this holiday season. Families have been broken apart due to financial hardships, COVID, all kinds of things, tragedies. So a lot of these kids in foster care need some gifts under the tree and need some holiday spirit. Go to ClarksChristmasKids.com. You've got all weekend to do that. Check out some of the fun toys and just simple things these children are asking for. Coming up at 7 o'clock, I'm going to let you hear a very heartwarming story from someone who is a president and CEO of a large company in this city. And he himself was in foster care orphaned. Uh, Before the age of 13 and just what a difference it makes for someone to remember a child like that during the holidays. And at 7 o'clock we're going to have Christy Bryant along. She is currently the president of the Georgia Arborist Association. First female to serve in that role and she is the owner of Speaking for the Trees isa certified arborist and she is going to really have some knowledge to share with you if you've got any tree questions give us a call go ahead and get on hold right now 404 we'll be back to green and growing here on wsb We're going to start taking calls here in just a few minutes. 404 First, though, an update on the weather sponsored by Finley Roofing. Today, sunny, highs in the mid 50s. It's going to be a nice day. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, though, a mix of sun and clouds and a stray light shower, not out of the question. Highs again in the mid to upper 50s.
0: Green, Green and growing. Ashley Fraska's top three things to do this weekend
1: pretty easy things. I know it's chilly, but number one, it's a good time to control winter weeds in your lawn. Chickweed will expand rapidly if you don't dig it out or spray it with a broadleaf weed killer now. That's definitely a product you always want to have on hand. Number two, if you have tender plants that just went into the ground, the best protection is a lightweight cover. It's called a frost cloth. You can find that at Pike Nursery. Keep those on hand. That's great to have, and if not, maybe a cardboard box, something that goes all the way down to the ground and number three make it a habit to turn indoor plants about 180 degrees every week like orchids and holiday cacti like we talked about otherwise they start to lean toward the window and while you're doing that you need to check the soil they may need to be watered just once a week maybe once every eight or nine days a lot of house plants die from over watering in the winter time so something to keep in mind 404-872-0750 up first we talked to kristen in woodstock good morning kristen welcome to the show
3: Oh, good morning. Thank you for taking my call.
1: Uh, Yeah, I was just wondering if I'm too late to put in spring bulbs like the irises, or um, what's the best time to do that? You know, you're still within the the range. The ideal range for me is November, December. Um, Really, it's about air temperature, and when the nights get a lot cooler, they need that chill time to really start to kind of develop so now is not too late and just you've probably done it before Kristen but just remember planting depth and spacing is really important to their success too just planting depth is maybe two to three times the greatest diameter for the bulb two inches or more in diameter and spacing depending on what you're doing like you said irises and all of that I mean the spacing needs to be definitely a few inches because something like irises you consider going forward in the future. That's one of those that maybe needs to be divided every few years. You know, iris beds can just go crazy. So just remember all of those, but you're good to do it now. And how's the best way to pick out a bulb? Because sometimes they look kind of funky in the store. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say your your eyes and, and your vision on that tell you a lot. If it, if it doesn't look quite right, I would just bypass it and maybe get another one. But overall, too, just uh, the way you know it feels to the touch as well it's not squishy it doesn't feel soggy or anything like that it needs to be pretty firm um how do you I mean how do you usually buy them are they in one of those are they in those sleeves you know or yeah, are they just, just loose? in a bag right yeah I'd go ahead and you know plant them all and and see what you get I guess there's no harm <laughs> in that but um yep throw them all in there and see what happens in the spring all right that sounds great thank you so much Thank you, Kristen. Thanks for the call. And up in just a little while, we'll be talking to Sharon and Roswell. She's got a question about a worm-like insect in her grass, but she's pretty confident it isn't a worm. So definitely want to get to the bottom of that and more of Clark's Christmas Kids coming up throughout the show today. So many great heartwarming stories to share with you, and we'll have Governor Kemp and the director of DFACS, Tom Rawlings, back with us. And also joining us at 7 o'clock, I want you to get your calls in about tree health, tree care. Christy Bryant joins me. She's an ISA certified arborist, and she knows a whole lot more than I do about those things. So give me a call, 404 872 We'll be back.